Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the Let Me Introduce You podcast, number 13. I am Jen. This is Adarian. We're authors of the book, Let Me Introduce You. And today we are talking about up arm and down arm. So what does that have to do with the book? <laughs> I was not the one that chose the topic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I think so, we'll yeah. be able to wrap this into the book. I think we'll be able to. Oh, it, it, it's easy wrap. It's still a pair issue. Right. It, it's how things work in pairs versus redundancy. Yes. It, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's so because I'm thinking people probably try to think of arm down or what's, you know. Yeah. But but the Blair's the book's about pairs and threesomes, yes. you know. And so and so that's that's the tie in is is up arm down arm is a pair. Yes. It's a pair that works together really well, just like up leg, down leg. Yes. So before we get into Adarian's thoughts on up arm, down arm, because I'm told he has a lot. Can't wait to hear them. First, I figured we should talk about what exactly the upper extremity consists of. So when we're talking about the upper extremity, when we're talking about up arm, down arm, we're talking about the shoulder, the elbow, and the wrist, and the hand, right? Yes. We can agree with that. So the shoulder is actually more of a ball and saucer joint. We think of it as a ball and socket joint, but it's more of a ball and saucer joint when you really look at it. And it's combined of a lot of different joints. It's not just like, it's not just the glenohumeral joint. You've got like the scapulothoracic joint and the acromioclavicular joint. So there's lots of things that contribute to what happens at the shoulder. Right. Which is kind of important to note, I think, because when we get into like what up arm, down arm, like what they do and how they function, you're looking at more than just what's happening at the arm. Right. 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 Well, I, well, part of it too is, is always, you know, I think people always think that, you know, I have these two sides, you know, right. and, and I don't need redundancy. Redundancy doesn't do me any good, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do we come more, how do we, how do, how do we become more efficient about the things we do as far as, you know, and the thing, let's, let's go back to a crawl pattern where I had a one, two landing pattern, one, two landing, but it's like legs up, like down, like it's a one, two pattern, you right. know? Now we don't walk on our hands anymore, but we still do things as far as lift weights, you know, when we use both of them, the lift weights or the move or, or how we throw objects and things like that. Mm -hmm. Even how, yeah. to how, how we run or how we swing a bat or, you know, things like that. That makes sense. And it also relates to like something that I really like, which is like hand balancing and acrobatics and things of that nature. Right. 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 Well, I mean, let's even go back to, like I said, let's even just stick with just basic, like, Back in the day, if you had to chop wood, mm -hmm. how does up arm help you chop wood? Mm. You know, how does yes. up arm down help you dig a hole? How does up arm, you know, uh, for those type of things, you know, just if we just go back, you know, then we say, you know, if I need to climb a tree, how does up arm down help me climb? You know, so we just go to just to basic movement patterns and everything like that. How does this combine and help us out uh, to do some of these things? You know, uh, uh, even if you go back to the days of, I don't think people can remember. We even go back to the days of people hanging out of clothes on, on on the clothesline. Oh, right. Okay. And how they would work the pins to put them on and things like that, yes. how you take them down, you know? So, yeah. Okay. This this makes sense. All right. So we've got the shoulder, which is, like I said, this ball and saucer type joint. Then we have the elbow joint, which everyone calls the elbow joint a hinge joint, but the elbow joint also pronates and supinates it, the forearm. It, it, it actually can, yeah, versus what they talk about to me, yeah. But. Yeah. So it's a different, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's not exactly a hinge joint it's more of a pivot joint was one of the terms that i read and i was like okay that makes sense yeah 
And then the wrist joint, which is an, I can't even say the word ellipsoidal joint yeah. or condyloid yeah. joint, because it can do a variety of different motions. And then you have joints in the carpal bones that don't allow movement. And the carpal bones are the hands. But they do in the foot. Does that make sense? I'm just messing with you. As I was reading through the anatomy and the structure of the of the upper extremity, I thought exactly the same thing. I was like, well, that's kind of interesting that they make the point of saying that in the hand. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and everyone's trying to make the bones in the joint and the foot move. Um, and then you have the interphalangeal joints, which are your finger joints. And those are more of a hinge joint type situation. Right. So just so everyone's kind of clear on like how that all works. And what does the upper extremity do? It basically pushes and pulls, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it pushes and pulls. But, you know, you got to look at it from a rotational standpoint, you know, mm -hmm. it, it pitch yaws and rolls. Right. The, the joint allows you to do all you know, to pitch, to yaw, to roll, you know. So we, when we talk about 3D movement, it allows these things to happen. So mm -hmm. as, as as with the legs, it, it can't, it's not as uh, adaptable as the arms are and everything, you know, even even like the arm can do a 360 circle, you know. Right. Leg can't do that, can't come close to that, you know. And then while I'm doing that 360 circle, I can also yaw my, yaw the arm. So as the arm's going around, I can also yaw it, you know, at some point in time, if I want to stop and roll it, I can do that too, you know, or I can do something at the elbow, you know, I, but, but you have this, this, this vast variety of movements right. uh, that's not available to the legs. That makes sense. For instance, you could not, if you, if you took away your arms, you couldn't make the swimming motion of the, the crawl motion with your legs at all. Right. Right. But you could do the flutter motion with your hands. So that's actually kind right. of interesting when you think about that. Right. Right, right, right. So, or you just think about things like, you know, you think about somebody, the, the difference in like even doing a push-up, you know, mm -hmm. where, where you know, I can do a push-up on one arm and I can do whatever I want to do with the other arm. Right. You know, if, if I did a push-up and lifted up one leg, that's all I can do is lift up. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, so it, it just, it, you have so many more things you can do with it, you know. Uh, and everything, but it also it operate it, it it operates more open ended than the than the legs open open operate open ended. Mm -hmm. You know, especially since we stood up. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. You know, and some of the things we may have to do as far as you know, if you're talking about fighting now, grappling. You know, even you know lifting things to move things. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it has the adaptability to do those things that legs just don't. You know. We've seen, and we've seen people do some, some things with legs that, but, but that they don't have arms or they don't, you know, some it, it, it's, you know, when we talk about for the most part, you know, what you do with your arms is vastly different than what you do with your, you know, even when people lift weights, a lot of times people think they lift with their legs. It's really upper body lift. You know, I think about this every time I deadlift. Cause I feel yeah. my, I can feel my lats. I'm like, Oh, there are my yeah. lats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's a lot of upper body lifts going on. And people say, Lord, no, that's upper body lift, you know. And what dictates upper up, you know, the ability to lift stuff, strength, grip strength, not yeah. leg strength. If you your legs can hold a lot, but you, if, if you can't grip it, right, won't matter. I mean, we all had them deadlift days where you feel, you know, we, we we feel the weight slipping out of our hands. Yes, it don't matter how long how strong your legs are, the weights you can feel it slipping. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And then the final note I'll make about up. Uh, about the upper extremity is when you look at the stretch shortening cycle, 
Yes. What's interesting about the upper extremity is it happens primarily in the shoulder. So there's a lot of fast twitch muscle fibers in the rotator cuff, which I didn't know. I, this surprised me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the thing about it too, like, like, remember we was watching Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger do the bodybuilding thing? Yes. And, it, and the whole thing about it is most of these muscles in the upper body are really long. Mm-hmm. Really long, you know? Look how far your chest muscles can stretch. Right. Look how far your bicep muscles can stretch. Look mm-hmm. how far your tricep muscles can stretch. I mean, these are really, and based on, on focal points and things like that, they have a lot of range. Right. You know, and then you get to that, that rotator cuff area and all of a sudden you don't have the same range anymore. Right. At all. It's almost like the um, the little muscles in the ankle that control the rolling of the ankle joint, you know. Right, right, right. The rolling right. of the foot. Right. So so you get into those type of things there. But but yeah, it, it, you, you look at that, you know. So if somebody wants and we, and we know with levers, we know we don't get both spectrums. If you right. get a lot of range is going to be a slower movement pattern. Yes. Then if you get a, a, a short range, it's going to be a fast movement pattern. And as we talk about with a wrench, once, once the nut loose, it's a short movement pattern. You don't go through range anymore. Right. You know, if it's tight, you go through range to try it and it's slower. So the same thing. So that, that's the biggest problem too, is that a lot of range takes time to work this stuff through. That makes sense. Okay. So if we segue this back into up arm, down arm, how does up arm down arm work and what are you looking for in order to identify up arm down arm uh most the, the thing with up arm down is just like that one arm likes to go up one yeah. arm likes to go down so right. so say you want to throw an object say you want to throw an object you know and say you throw with your up arm mm-hmm. no big deal raising the arm up right. the issue is lowering the arm it oh. needs the down arm to lead the way to make it lower itself Okay. So yeah, in say, an example, like a, like, just say like a baseball pitch, how would that work? So, so say I, say I throw my, or say I'm just going to throw the ball. Say okay. you're going to throw a ball. Just say you're going to throw a ball. So, okay. so you have to raise it up first. Right. So if you throw, if you throw an arm is the up arm, you have no problem raising it up. Right. Bringing it down becomes a problem. Okay. So you need your down arm to lead the way. So it's going to follow. It's going to mimic the down arm. Down arm falls down. The up arm wants to follow now. I see, which will speed up the rotation. Right, right, right. Now let's flip them. Say the down arm is the throwing arm. Okay. You're going to use the up arm to raise it up. It'll come down by itself. Interesting. Okay. But that's how those two are working together to accomplish task of, I need to throw this thing. Interesting. Okay. So what about like the whole chopping wood example? So same thing. I, I need one arm to raise the axe. I need one arm to bring it down. Okay. You know, I need one to raise, one to bring it down. It just depends on which way, what position they're in. So even if you have both hands on the axe, you're going to have one hand that's leading the way of the axe coming up and the other hand that's the leading hand, the way of yeah. the axe. Same okay. thing with a golf swing, anything else. One hand is leading the way. So, so like people, people that I, I bet if, okay. we, if we looked at golfers, good golfers, the down arm is, is the bottom hand. Is, 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 is the hand is leading, is, is the hand is leading toward because it, it likes to come down. And you have this natural swing pattern up, up, down. If you flipped it, if you flipped it, you know, you're trying to make an up arm. So at that point in time, you could, you would have to raise the golf club with your up arm, but your down arm would have to bring it, help you bring it down. I see. That makes a lot of sense. And again, from a speed perspective, to get this club to move fast, 
an ideal position would be your down arm on the bottom. So it's pulling. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. pulling. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so yeah. So that would be part of, and then if you get the right combination of like down leg, different day. But, right. But same right. thing. Now we're going to do a pull up, same thing. We're going to do a pull up. And we even seen like saying, you can see with pull ups, you know, where somebody, you know, people will struggle. Like it's funny, people have preferred arm to do one hand pull ups there. Yes. Nobody, nobody says I'm gonna try this one over here because the brain tell you don't do it, you know. Right. But but same thing. If you're doing a pull up or push up like that, one arm is gonna raise you up, one arm is gonna lower you back down. That makes and, a and lot of sense. And working together again, they're working together again. You know, you see a lot of times people struggle, especially like with dumbbell lifts versus a barbell lift. Barbell right. lift, you got you got up and down working again. Right. You know, on dumbbell lift, they by themselves. Yeah. And, and so and so that becomes part of it is 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 once again how do these things work together you know uh to accomplish whatever task we're trying to accomplish right and by understanding which and so how would you so i guess i should say ask first how would you identify up arm your up arm versus your down arm like what would be an uh, easy task like you said you can you know push up is probably the easiest test and you'll feel it you'll feel one arm really working harder to push you back up than the other one you mm -hmm. know and then you feel yourself going down on one arm you know uh, yeah. and everything. And then if you, if you, uh, 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 if you lift weights, you can kind of see it to a lifting weight, how, you know, when you see people lift weights overhead, one arm is inside more than the other arm. I think mm. there, there's, there's, there's differences going on. Right. So, but a push up would be the easiest way, you know, the other way too is look at which arm uses more shoulder versus which, which, which arm uses more tricep. Oh, interesting. A down arm uses more tricep, an up arm uses more shoulder. Okay. So that would be that would be the other way to look at it too. And, and that's what you see. That's why you see, like you see, that's why you see one arm in closer than the other. Mm -hmm. Unlike a unlike a, a barbell lift. Because the, the up arm is in closer because of the shoulder and the other arm's out a little bit more because of the tricep. And you do, you see that all the time. So that's super interesting, actually. Yeah. So that becomes a thing. Excuse me for a second. I just had to do something. <laughs> Adarian is watering his yard for everybody who's curious. Yeah. You gotta water the squirrels. <laughs> got a little got a little maintenance going on. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, so so those so these and now in running, same thing. Let's let's take this like this even take this to running, something like running, you know, or even climbing a rope and things like that, you know. Uh, but in running. So a lot of times in running, people are trying to swing the arms equally. Right. When it shouldn't be. It should be down. It should be a rhythm of down arm comes down. Uh, oh, and up, up arm. arm. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so my down arm's in front is going to come down. Right. Up arm's in back, it's going to come up. And it yeah. should be a reset. Swing them, reset them. Swing them, reset them. Versus a back and forth, 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 back and forth. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which will help with the rotations in the pelvis, actually, and then the rotations there in the legs. So yeah, it, yeah everybody, yeah, yeah, it's a different rhythm all of a sudden. Yeah. Ha. Huh. So so yeah, so so that becomes a thing. So if you start something, you know, if you understand that, you set up differently to run. Right. You know, you can put any arm in front if you want. Just understand. Oh, if 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 I start this way, this is my up arm in front. This is my down arm in back. That's not the mm -hmm. best way. So what you're going to do is you don't swing them. That's the reset. Okay. On the next step, you, you go down up. Got so it. Same thing. If the down arm's in front already, 
and the, and the up arms and back, easy. Down yes. up. Yes. And then the next step, you let them reset. And then go. So it's it just understanding just something like that. You don't need to come out and just, rah, just, just understand, you know, wh where, which one is where. And based on this, either I'm going to reset or I'm going to swing. Got it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So if we look at this from the, and I have personal interest in this because of all the aerial silks in the pool, but if we do the rope example where you yeah. climb the rope, yeah, it's going to be a similar concept, right? Yeah, it's going to be a similar concept. Yeah. Yeah. But now this becomes the fun part. So if you're going to climb something, if you're going to climb something, right? Mm -hmm. It's backwards. Because you're pulling down first. So it's down up. Yeah. Down up. Yeah. yeah. So you're pulling. You're not pulling up. You're pulling right. down. So, so yes. yeah. So, okay. so, so people have to understand that that rhythm of it is not, you know, one arm is going down, one arm is going up. Got it. So, so me, my left arm is pulling down. So I would start my left arm. And then my mm -hmm. right arm is pulling. So see, that's what people, that's, that's just the rhythm again. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. It's just, you have to think about it, not from the rope perspective, but from your perspective, what arm is doing what. You're still moving up, but the, the, the down arm is actually pulling down to make you go up. Right. And so if you can find that, and actually then the up arm will swing up pretty fast. So you get that reset yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. Cause it wants, it wants, it wants, it wants the down arm to get, to do the work for you. Right. So we could use, so for people listening, you could use up arm, down arm to facilitate a lot of different movements once you understand it, it sounds like. Yes, 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 yes. Even like if you're climbing, say you're rock climbing or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, if you want to stretch out a long ways, down arm, stretch out on the down arm. <gasps> Because that's going to pull you that. Okay. It'll pull you faster. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you stretch out on the upper arm, you're kind of in a bad position at that point in time. So it's just a matter of understanding, like you said, how these actually work, how to see them, how to visualize it, and then make them work for you. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people wonder why they grab for a rock and get pushed away. Well, that's the upper arm. Got it. You know, that's that's wonder why you tried to grab, got pushed away. That's the up arm doing. Up arm's trying to do what? Go up. Mm. And as it tries to go up, it actually pushes you away. Oh, rather than bringing you into the yes, wall. Yes, because the down arm's going to bring you in. Right. Okay. Interesting. And then you could work the up arm and the down arm with the up leg and the down leg. Like if you really got into this, you could start to. If they match up appropriately, yes. Right. If you, if you have a down and down, up and up, but if you if you have a cross, now you you guys really understand that they're crossed and how I'm gonna work this now. Got it. You know, but it could work because then if they cross, you know, because you gotta remember, it depends on what's going on for for like I think like speed climbing, mm -hmm. you want up and up, down, down for ipsilateral purposes. Makes per like that video that I sent you makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ipsilateral purposes, yeah. Uh but you don't it, but then it becomes you know, if you if you if you have a down up, you know, then you may have to go cross, mm -hmm. because then as I as that one leg pushes me up, I want the other arm to be working down, which will also pull me up. That makes sense. Okay. So actually, and what's cool about that is if you know this about yourself, if you know what your up leg down leg is, and then what your up arm down arm is, you could really use that to exploit different things like crawl patterns. 
that are involved in climbing or even on the floor. Yeah. And running too. I mean, you could really use that to your benefit with running as well. Right, 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 right. Well, that's why it's funny. Like you said, if you think about it, uh, like even you think about the push up, you know, what's really happening, the down arm is trying to pull you down. Right. The up arm is trying to push you away from it. You know, that's all that's happening. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that it's letting you down. It's actually pulling you towards the ground. So what's happening in something like a handstanding? And we're going to go with total personal interest here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still have the same issues with a handstand. You know, even part of like, which hand am I going to go up on? Right. Am I going up on the down or, you know, uh, uh, and everything like that? Most people will go up on a down. Yes, that makes versus, sense. So you don't get kicked back if you try to, so you don't get kicked back. Which is also why a lot of times when people talk about doing cartwheels, Mm-hmm. It's hard to cartwheel both bidirectionally. It is. Usually, I've never met anybody that cartwheels identically on both sides. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, because you have these different arms to go into. Right. Yeah. You know? So now, if you're gonna, I, I would imagine, you know, like I said, it depends on different moves and things like that. But it'd be interesting too to watch people do different moves. Like, let me go. If I'm gonna go on my hand and do a span. Do I switch out mm-hmm. to my up arm because I want it stable, or do right. I stick it with the down arm? You know. So. Hmm. So, so yeah, so different things like that, but, but, but just understanding which one is which, how it works, it, it, you can understand the plot your movement better, you know, you, you can train okay. better because then you start to understand, you know, once again, it's not in the fix, it's just how do I make this work? How do I make this pair work better? Right. And what I have found just by working like up, like thinking about my up leg and down leg and working those a little bit differently is it makes the act of whatever you're doing just a little bit more enjoyable because it feels easier. Yeah. Like instead of fighting yourself, you're actually honoring yourself and right, you right, know. right, exactly, exactly. Instead of yeah, and I think we spend a lot of time fighting ourselves because we can force ourselves to do anything we want to do. Right. You know, we we can force ourselves to do anything that we want to do. So so that becomes the other part of it, and then at that point in time, but we're fighting ourselves. We can mm-hmm. still make ourselves do anything, but understand do anything based on this arm wants to do this, and this arm wants to do that. Right. And don't try to be, and people want to be balanced. Don't be able to do the same, but that becomes a hard part. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to share about up arm, down arm? That's about it. That's about okay. it. Some people, <laughs> some people be aware of, you know, as they go through there, you know, uh, just some people be aware of, you know, especially like when you see people trying to do one arm push ups, probably the same thing, you know, which one, which, what am I going to do a one arm push up with, you know? <laughs> right you know or we and like if do you, split, push up push on push up they struggle on one side more than the other yeah or single yeah. arm hanging stuff you know yeah. that's all gonna play into it too yeah 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 i mean that's like recently i tried to do i was trying to swing on the monkey bars and guess what down arm doesn't want to swing at me anymore <laughs> it's supposed to hang you know <laughs> Need a little more propulsion with your legs to get it to go yeah, when that's yeah, the case. Yeah. This, this are no problem. Then get to the other. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're just gonna kind of hang around for a minute. Okay. <laughs> you know. So, and I probably could make it work if I thought about it. Say, hey, just just pull yourself. You know, swing yourself downward. I probably could make it work, but it's like, yeah, whatever. Move on. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you for that. That was, as always, super interesting. And for those of you listening, if you have any specific questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to hit us up. And we will be back next week. Topic unknown, although Darian has like a list of topics. So, yeah, we're going to talk about joint strength. 
We're talking about joint strength. Yes, you wanted to talk about joint strength. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's on, that's next on my list. Okay, joint. So so join us next week, everybody, for joint strength. <laughs> 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 Thanks, everyone. <laughs>